Hello and welcome to another episode of A Need to Read. My name is Ed Cunningham and I will be your host for today, this morning, this evening, whenever you are listening to this podcast. You can see by the name attached this file, episode, who knows what to call it, but you can see that it's an episode with Mr. Jay Morton and I will get into what we spoke about in a moment but before we start just a quick word from our sponsors and the sponsor of this podcast ones that make it possible that i can keep recording these episodes for you are better help now better help provide an online therapy service for those in need now you can be in touch with a therapist in under 48 hours to basically talk through your shit and that is an important practice to be in Therapists come from an unbiased point of view and they're not your friends, they're not your family, they are there to help you. There is no agenda for them apart from getting you better. With this podcast and with the link that's in the description, you can get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp, joining millions of people that are already using the service. And that is betterhelp.com forward slash a need to read. I thought I'd keep that short and sharp because if you decide that it's time to take charge of your mental health and you can't afford the normal private route and your current healthcare provider isn't being quick enough for you, then you know the time is right. If not, then therapy may not be for you. But if you do decide that it's time to take charge of your mental health, then hop on that link and see what they can do. Have a look at the tense testimonials. And get in touch with the therapist. I've been doing it for ages and it helps me to no end. But we're not here to talk about therapy today. We're here to listen to the conversation that I had with Mr. Jay Morton. Now, Jay is a fascinating bloke. I loved having the conversation with him. It was about an hour and the banter was good. The chat was good. We went into some serious topics and some not so serious topics. There were some things that were said that were definitely jokes. And I hope that you'll be able to pick up on those. If you can't pick up on those, then you're just going to think that it's a pair of weirdos having a chat for an hour. Jay's book, Soldier Respect, is earned. I'm halfway through it at the moment, so I don't want to jump the gun. Not to be too military there by saying gun, but it's brilliant. I can't seem to put it down. I think this book is going to be great for people in all walks of life, whether you're coming from a business standpoint and you want to develop yourself in that way, or just a bit of personal development. The stories that come alongside the lessons that are in the book are really, really interesting to read, and it's not a life that I've been exposed to before, um, nor anyone probably has, because Jay's life, like I said, is very, very unique. He's an excellent bloke. I really loved the conversation with him. And if you want to find him on Instagram after this chat or buy his book, you can go and order it on Amazon or wherever you get your books from. Um, obviously, support local if you can. If not, I don't care where you get books from. It's not up to me. It's none of my business. But I'll leave you to the conversation with Jay. Now, when we did record this, I just want to make a note that we did have to share a microphone. Unprofessional, I know, but what can you do? I'm not a celebrity. I can't afford two microphones. So keep supporting the podcast and maybe one day I will. But yeah, you might want to turn up the volume uh, when me and Jay start talking, which is in three, two, one. Right, Mr. Jay Morton, take two. Welcome <laughs> to A Need to Read. <laughs> we only got an hour into it, didn't we? <laughs> and I had to start again. So you said something that was going to get you cancelled, I said something that was going to get me cancelled. Yeah, and, yeah. and here we are again at the start. So welcome, thank you very much for agreeing to come on, mate. It's my pleasure to have you on, the author. Thank you for having me, Ed. Appreciate it. Soldier, respect is earned. Yeah, that's new the new book. book. When's that released? Uh, so it'll be 12th of November. Okay, this podcast will be out a little bit after that. I was going to say, uh, I was going to say two days, but... I can I can do that turnaround. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This what? Thursday, so soon. Yeah, that's sick. Are you excited for it? Have you, you I am, you know, yeah, really excited for it. It's um, it's weird, like, yeah. to see yourself on the front of a book. Because, like, my, my background's, like, I never set out to, to write a book or anything like that. It was, so, like, to now see, like, my name on a book and my face on a book and yeah, my that's, contents in there, it's, I don't know, it's a weird feeling. That's mental. That is one thing I was going to ask, is if it's something that you'd always 
thought you wanted to do or just something that's just sort of like fell upon your lap from like the path of life because you I'll get you to tell your story in a moment but it was like 14 years in the military mm, yeah on the telly you still, on, the, on, on the telly is that still on no the, no. the show's going ahead I just I just dipped into that first one and then oh, okay. that one and the celebrity one and then yeah, dipped nice. out yeah in and out it's the SES for you it's the best <laughs> way right <laughs> yeah nice so um, I know we're, we're chatting but for people listening that don't know who you are what's what's your story and take as much time as you need with this one probably take like 30 seconds <laughs> less than that uh, so my name is Jay Morton uh, I'm an ex-special forces soldier spent probably the majority of my life in the special forces so 10 years in the SAS 4 years in the paras uh, deployed all over the world um specialized in mountain went away to train to be a mountain guide um and then yeah that kind of led to some expeditions to some of the highest mountains in the world and uh got a couple of summits of everest and then decided to leave the military uh set up a clothing business with some mates which i'm out of now um and then found myself on the telly and then now i'm an author <laughs> I can't believe you've just been so casual with that. And under about 40 seconds, when people ask me my story, I literally go so long. Really? But you've summited Everest twice, spent 10 years as a super army soldier. Super army soldier, yeah. Saturdays and Sundays. Saturdays All the and others. Sundays. And you've just dropped that in about a minute. Yeah, I mean, there's, 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 there's probably a lot more into it than that, but... If you told me you'd have to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um obviously a, a lot of your life has been spent doing pretty fucking difficult things then yeah um yeah like you know like i i always think back to like my childhood right and you know i kind of grew up in that era where, where everyone had a paper round and yeah. I, I lived in quite a hilly hilly location so i was like <laughs> the i was like the early morning paper round guy at like I don't know, 6.30. I had like four jobs when I was at school, right? I had a, Jesus, I had a paper right. round, I had a milk round, three days a week, nice. uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, which I got paid, I think 25 quid from. I uh, I worked in a chippy. That's three jobs, isn't it? Yeah. I had three, dro- three, three jobs. So and I worked in a chippy. Paid to count. So Man, I was like... earning more money then than I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was earning more money than, then than I am now. <laughs> I was a baller at school. So you've always been a grafter? <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, I'd like, you know, just... I don't know it's things that you take for granted right like always walk to school and school was like a mile and a half mm. away and that'd be like you know regardless of the weather yeah whether it was sunny or or wintry like you just walk to school right yeah no, none of this waterproof jacket shite it was <laughs> you just used to set off you get there and you'd be piss wet through kind of thing so yeah like you know when i left to join the military that was like an easy transition because yeah you'd just been you know, you've been doing similar things from the hills of Preston. From the hills of Preston, the Himalayas. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when was your first summit of Everest? Uh, 2017, first summit of Everest. Yeah. What um, was that like? Uh, the first one was, the first one was great. Yeah. Yeah, like I had a really good experience, and um, we'd done quite a lot of training building up to it, mm. so we we're in a good position for it, and um. I actually failed massively on a mountain called Manaslu, which mm. I climbed, say six months before summit in Everest. Yeah, and we we made a load of fuck ups and mistakes on that mountain, which, you know, luckily no one paid any severe price, but you know could have quite easily mm. happened. And um, yeah, like you know, like high altitude mountaineering is like a a long slow process, right? You go away for six weeks to climb one summit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we gave ourselves three weeks to climb this 8,000 meter mountain called Manaslu. Um, and it was all the things, you know, like it was our fault for doing it all mm. kind of thing. And um, I, never, I never told this story actually, but- um, Yes, I need to be <laughs> exclusive, everyone listen up. <laughs> yeah, so like, <laughs> we were supposed to be flying out, I can't remember what day it was, but to climb Manaslu. And um, for some reason we couldn't go till three weeks later so mm. I just told work I was like look I was like I need to go out to set up base camp flew out three weeks early and just spent three weeks in Bali that is sick 
Is this when you were in, in the, yeah. Yeah. Mate, you have to pull the wool over people's eyes in the military. That's I, just, I just know no one's going to be listening from there, so I'm not yeah. going to get found out. And hey, I don't work for him anymore. Yeah, so exactly. It doesn't matter. You can say whatever you like. Yeah. Mate, left. He dares, mate. That's what it is, right? Exactly. He dares. Um, he <laughs> so yeah, I spent three weeks in Bali and then uh, flew straight out to climb Manaslu. And yeah, that's probably why we, we ended up failing because we just gave ourselves three weeks where we should have given ourselves the full six weeks but that is the thing about you boys from that type of military like like the serious military where you don't just take 11 weeks to learn how to shoot your gun and iron your bed and stuff it's like grueling training obviously you had the pre-training with the paper out that made it a little bit easier of course but you are all pretty fucking tough and like you all have that belief in your head that you can do these like mad things yeah like you know that's you, you know you spend 14 years doing that kind of stuff it just becomes natural that mm. you know you just learn a lot about yourself and learn I guess where your limits are and you start understanding that if I just keep putting one foot in front of the other then eventually you get to the location you want to get to yeah how how has it molded you as a person because like I went into the military at 18 I never passed out of training or anything like that, but in that 18 months that I was down in Limston, like I changed as a person. Mm. And to do 14 years, like what were you like before you went in? Uh, probably a little scrote. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know, is. like I think, every, yeah, everyone is at that age, right? Like I went in when I was 19 and, you know, like from the age of 16, 17 and 18, like you're still developing as a person, right? You've absolutely no idea what you want to do, or, or I didn't. Mm. Um, yeah, like you're pretty useless as a human being at that age. Brain's um, not developed. Yeah, Te teenage boys. I know SES is you pretty think, dangerous. You think you're but, so mature, right, at that age? Yeah, mate. Joe Rogan said it once. He's like, "There's nothing more dangerous than a group of bored teenage boys." It's true. And I mean, a bored bunch of SES people is probably pretty dangerous, but at least you're not as stupid as the teenage boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's true, isn't it? It's like, I don't know, you're full of testosterone and like no direction and mm -hmm. no understanding of the world. It's um, it's a dangerous place to be. Definitely, definitely. So you, you went into the SES at 23? 24. That is pretty nuts. Obviously, I, I, you can't talk about a lot of stuff that, that you did in there, right? Um. Yeah, like, I mean, feel free to ask any questions and I'll just direct the answers kind of yeah, thing. just reverse them back. Yeah. Um, so, right, let's talk about mindset in the SAS. And, and you were a sergeant, right? So Got up to the rank of a sergeant, yeah. yeah. Were you just a, like a, a grab, like when you went in? Yeah, like everyone starts at um, the, the rank of a trooper. Mm -hmm. So regardless of what rank you were when, when you're in the Green Army, as yeah. it's called, or the, the normal military. Yeah, Pongos yeah like <laughs> yeah. so I was like a lance corporal in the paras and then yeah. um, passed out in selection and then you become a private or what's known as a trooper it's the mm. same it's like the the base level rank yeah. that you start at and then you chip away right you become a lance corporal after two years you become a corporal after four years after six years you become a sergeant and mm. then um, as a sergeant you're kind of left looking for a, a job of a staff sergeant yeah. you don't instantly get that rank um, you've got to be put forward for that job yeah and so then you went into like you were is it an ml mountain leader nah that... so it was um it's a german course um so completely separate from like the marines the mls oh, okay um it was so yeah it's, a, it's called the hbf and um yeah it's two years pretty much out of out of the sas um and you learn german like the whole course mm. is done in German. Sprechen's he dig, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'll tell you what, like, because I'm not by any means academically clever and, you know, We school... were talking about this before we started the podcast. Now, yeah. watch how you talk to yourself because, mate, stuff's come out of your brain Yeah. and people are going to read it and they wouldn't like to hear you say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like, as in like school and stuff like that, yeah. like, if I don't, if I find something uninteresting, or um, if it doesn't, you know, if it doesn't give me energy or anything like mm -hmm. that, then I just switch off instantly. Yeah. So stick me in a classroom and start speaking to me with a, a teacher that I look at who mm. uninspires me as a human and an, an individual. Yeah. Like I switch off instantly. Um, whereas put me like in a, a military setting with like 
surrounded by you know special forces guys and we've got to go and you know develop a plan to take a building then i'm instantly like engaged yeah um so yeah different kind of smart isn't it i think like i think find a lot of blokes are actually quite like that where i think a lot of people are yeah but i think we just get forced into this way of living yeah where you go to school you get grades and your parents tell you to get grades because that's what they did yeah and you leave and you get this job and it's a nine to five job and you yeah. fucking get up in the morning you travel to work and you fucking sit in an office all day <laughs> typing away on keys on a key it's like what we're told hey, you to cry do at nine o'clock every night and yeah <laughs> and it's like are you happy doing that job yeah. right it's uh it's the whole square peg round hole thing isn't it mm. like society says that you have to do this 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 whereas like we we're talking before your like you're not a massive reader no is that fair to say i like audiobooks yeah because i can do other things when i'm when i'm listening to it yeah. right i struggle to sit down and concentrate on anything yeah but your like your mindset is something well people are obviously going to read about it mm. and, and that's not been developed through books that's been developed through sort of life experience and stuff like that which granted yours is quite unique but um it's, it's, it's strange how there's some people that are super super smart and then they'll have to read a book about mindset they'll have to read like David Goggins' yeah. book or like they'll, they'll read your book and then they'll like think they have the mindset but without like application of these things yeah sure like, yeah like yeah like I'm the same though right like mm. I've, I've read a few like Goggins' book yeah. I've read like I don't know I find like motivation in I'm reading like Dylan Hartley's book at the minute and that's yeah for me just listening to someone who's been in that position of you know captain of England mm. like I find inspiration from that yeah and that's great right like yeah. to go out and read or listen to books and podcasts and find motivation from that um but yeah like you also need to put that into practice right mm. and it's it's like you said it's great reading the books and absorbing the information and that's you know whatever percentage that is in your brain maybe it's 30 percent of the motivation you yeah. need and the rest you've actually got to go out and find from putting yourself in those difficult situations which for me luckily or unluckily like my work and career put me in those situations mm. whereas you know if you think of the normal person who does that you know that life you know where yeah. they get up at, at fucking 7 a.m and they travel to work for the nine to five trying to find those situations is difficult right yeah you can't just go around like storming buildings in your office <laughs> with, with nerf guns because people aren't going to take well to it but um what would you my say, kind of office yeah <laughs> what would you say in terms of like motivation versus discipline then because obviously military is a very disciplined environment and like yeah sometimes you don't wake up motivated it's, yeah like I'm, i mean it's no it's no secret right that motivation motivation is one of those things like happiness it like comes and goes um and it's it's not that you shouldn't strive to be motivated but you should you should look to implement things in place like you know habits you shouldn't mm. implement habits into your life or create habits right yeah. it's like like working out's the classic one that mm. like working out or running having some sort of fitness regime is probably the easiest like habit to form resilience in in your mind mm. and in your body the easiest one because it's so accessible right yeah you join a gym you go to a class you put some trainers on and go for a run yeah and like if you can you know people speak about like if you do it nine times it becomes a habit or whatever what like whatever like yeah. throw that out the window just you know i know because i've you know i've i've trained and and had some sort of fitness and health regime like most of my life yeah so that's me right that's part yeah. of me there's no there's no get up and go ah fuck you know i've got to work out today it's like that's what I do in a day. That's, yeah. It's the same as eating breakfast and making a cup of coffee in the morning. Yeah. It's part of your 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 ritual, your um, your habit. Yeah. You just got to form those things, right? Yeah, definitely. And it's it's a case of like when you feel the resistance. Like I bet there's some days you like you get up, you're like oh, I can't be. You have that split second choice of right, I'm going to get my shorts on and go for a run, or like I'm going to put my trainers on, or I'm going to procrastinate. And um, there's a book about this called The War of Art, and it's about like creative like oh, yeah. beating, oh, beating your creative um, yeah. battles and he talks about resistance and I was reading it the other day and I was like because I my resistance is like, like right well I need to let's say go and exercise because for me the military ruined exercise for me did it like I because I was I was I was injured for so yeah. long so I was in Hunter I had 
three four hours of fizz a day that was forced upon me and like yeah. i didn't ask that yeah. i was like i wake up 10 days i literally didn't ask to be born i didn't ask to be here even though i definitely volunteered to go in there and do that but like exercise is something for me that i don't find that much enjoyment in unless it's like jujitsu but it's hard it's like it is though like yeah well like yeah jujitsu mm. but then you know jujitsu is one of those things where you can constantly feel or see yourself getting better mm. which sometimes that's hard to gauge in exercise right yeah yeah definitely like weights like they, they're a very strange thing for me and I, and I very rarely lift weights yeah but the other day, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I was um yeah please don't kill me um, <laughs> I was I was just sat there in my bed the other day and I read this thing about resistance and I was like yeah do you know what just got my shorts on went out got a kettlebell and just went out for about half an hour and then weirdly when you do that one thing that you're feeling that resistance you just feel so much better for the rest of the day and everyone tells you it but you never really realize it until you until you do it yeah and you don't feel it at the start do you no. like I, I you know like i don't think anyone's fucking perfect are they and i i struggle with that like yeah. you, you know i'll tell myself that the night before that i'm gonna go for a run and i don't know like i find things like just putting your clothes out and, and even just sleeping in your shorts so that you want to minimize the amount of time that mm -hmm. you can spend procrastinating yeah. and like even if that's getting up and going for a coffee like there's there's time there to pick mm -hmm. your phone up and start scrolling through instagram and like next minute you're on your emails next minute you're speaking to someone yeah. next minute you've burnt 45 minutes right yeah as, a, as opposed to like just as soon as that alarm clock goes off you're mm -hmm. in your running shorts you put your socks and your shoes are at the end of your bed and yeah. you put all that stuff on and don't even worry about the coffee just get out the door yeah yeah because that run will fucking wake you up. Like, yeah. I always say that. It's funny you say about like putting your running stuff out. Like I always say to people like, right, swap your phone on your bedside table just with a book. Yeah. And then get one of those alarm clocks. It's like old school, old school, like yeah. Casio alarm clocks, like six quid on Amazon. Um, Have you seen those alarm clocks that that's, I think Philips do them and it's a light. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're brilliant in the winter months. What? And it just, it, wait, it gets you, does it get your vitamin D going? Well, no, I don't think it does, ones, but it's but like, um, it just yeah, it's up. like a, a natural looking light. Yeah. So instead of the sound, because the sound does my head in, right? Mm. For some reason, Apple have seemed to invest in the most annoying alarm clocks ever. Yeah. Even just hearing it, you know, if you set an alarm for like cooking or something, oh. and it goes off, and I'm just like, it's oh, I could throw my phone through the <laughs> window, but like, yeah, I know what you mean. So like, yeah, this just starts the day with a light, and just you know, it's quite, a, it's progressive, so it doesn't yeah. just like shine it straight in your face. It's like starts quite dim and then works its way through like a 30 nice minute window like life hack there. It's, a, it's a great way to uh <laughs> should be i might add it yeah go on affiliate link for us we can phillips yeah <laughs> yeah j10 yeah that's a free shout out to you phillips <laughs> um so let's let's talk about the book um i know you will actually let's talk about other books first you know you said you listened to like quite a few audibles mm. what would you say your like top three have been oh and mate like I always find like top threes and that quite It's a really right? annoying question, isn't it? Because sometimes I'll go like, I don't know, you've got to be in a mood for something, haven't you? Yeah. I'll tell you books that really stood out for me. Yeah. Um, Sapiens. Yeah. Massive. Ferrari. Um, what, what was your like most interesting thing that you found from Sapiens? The, the whole process <laughs> of it. Like, weirdly, I found the start of it quite boring. So if you mm. do commit to it and read it, don't be put off by the start. Mm. Um, you know, just the whole process of us turning into uh, like Homo sapiens yeah. before like the agricultural boom and all that kind of stuff. Um, I, I was like half asleep listening to it. Yeah. I listened to it on audio. It's got a great voice though, because I, I listen yeah. to that book and all that. That's a thick book. Like yeah. it's like six hundred odd pages. Yeah, I've yeah. got the book in my room and I haven't touched it. I've just listened to the audio book because sometimes yeah, really. you got to make good choices in life and reading six hundred pages. When it's about something like that, I find when I read that, I'm not as interested as when I hear it. Yeah. Because I can pick and choose the things that I want to hear from it, as opposed to having to read every single word, which is weird for me to say, because obviously this whole podcast is about reading. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that is a banging book. Yeah, I, um, I usually listen to audio books as well on like the 1.5 setting, you know, the speed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that I can just get it done as fast as possible. Yeah. His book sapiens like i couldn't i could have yeah. slowed it down because there was that much like information and knowledge you have of to learning. Slow. yeah I, I was like i found like i'd get through a bit and i'd just be like oh, i've got to go back to like listen to that part again to, to get it yeah to, like 
I don't know, like Wall Street, like the nation <laughs> where Wall Street, that stood out for me. It's like, yeah. um, it was the wall that they built to keep the, did the Spanish build it or the English built it for the, to keep the Spanish out? That became Wall Street. <laughs> you're looking at me. Not, I don't have a clue. I'm exposed now. I'm a fraud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you even know the Yeah, plan? yeah. What's uh, Yuval Noah? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Harris. Uh, have, you, um, have you read any of his other books or listened to his other books? Yeah, I bought... Um, what's his other one? It's like, Deus or Yeah, Lessons. I bought them both, but I just... You know, I probably should retry and listen to mm. him. I think because Sapiens was that, that good. I just... I couldn't get into it as much. Yeah, the twenty-one lessons was like a like a fifteen-hour dig at Donald Trump. Oh, was it? And um, AI, basically. Like yeah. it was. It was good. Yeah, that's right. I started listening to it. Started waffling on about AI and yeah. stuff. I think. And I, I don't want to hear that. Like I don't want to know that there's going to be machines that are going to replace me one day. Like, and it's about Siri. If I make it like a proper living out of this podcast, like Siri could do a way better podcast because she knows way more than me. Yeah, imagine Siri's podcast. Yeah. That'd be interesting, right? That voice would be heard in there. Yeah, exactly. At least, uh, well, we were talking about this before. People, I don't like my own voice, but apparently other people like it. And you don't like your voice, but apparently other people like it. Yeah, like, I, I, we, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a weird one, isn't it? Listening yeah. to your own voice. Because that's your voice. Did you ever watch Self on Telly? I know we were yeah. going away from the books, but was that weird to yeah. see a little you, like, on a screen? I know you like, can see videos of yourself all the time, but, like, on proper telly. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Because... It wasn't, it wasn't, because like, you'd been there and you'd done it, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I can picture myself there doing what I was doing kind of mm. thing, there was no shocks or surprises, um, so no, not like overly weird, yeah. I think it's weird to see myself on a front cover of a book. Yeah, where was that pitch take on the, on the front cover of the book? That's in um, North Wales. North Wales, oh, yeah. horrible place. Great place. <laughs> Great do, you, place. do you proper love the outside? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's like, when you feel like your energy's at its yeah. highest. You feel 100%. calm. Definitely. Like out, outside, oceans, water. Like, mm. like I'm getting cold feet now because we're, you know. Yeah, I've, I've also got cold feet as well. <laughs> that's, that's his house. <laughs> um, no, but like, like yeah, like because obviously this this year's been a weird one, right? With all the lockdown stuff, and um, like I'd usually be away and traveling and mm. like I'd, cl- I'd planned to climb K2 this year um, what is that one so K2 is like the second highest mountain in the world after Everest oh, okay um, is it in the Himalayas it's yeah but it's it's like Pakistan and China okay. borders with those two um, but it's a, it's a it's a more difficult mountain more challenging mountain oh cool um, so like I was due to be you know flying out there like March time yeah. which didn't happen and that would have been me out for two months and um, that would have been like a good yeah, tick off just before yeah. that would have been ideal because you'd have ticked off the first lockdown without even having to experience it yeah but like obviously that's been cancelled and then like international mm. travel like slowed down a little bit yeah. so I'm just like sat here now just going right I think when we come out of this second lockdown in, in December I'm going somewhere I'm getting out of the country for a month yeah. or something and just getting out of here yeah well mate you've been busy and that's the thing is it like um i was speaking to i spoke about chessie at the start like she didn't realize when someone writes a book like you deserve a break yeah like you can you can take some time off and i suppose for you you've been full on with the military and then you get like mm-hmm. nice little bits of leave in the military and you can just forget anything but um you deserve a break like if yeah. you're, you're, you're working hard you've got what you've, you've got a potential podcast coming out potential podcast coming out yeah, yeah. so to, to, just to complement the book really um, yeah. so yeah just just obviously because the book's broken down into to chapters so the seven characteristics that go into making a soldier um, and yeah I just wanted to invite a guest on for each chapter yeah really. nice what just to talk about different yeah try and make it yeah try and make it as relevant as possible so um is for that example. Arthur reading? Because I'll come on. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> I'll get there one day. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, no, you're right. Like, I think, you know, anyone that's written a book, it takes a lot of energy out of you. Mm. There's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, definitely. And it's all yours, right? It's like no one else's. Like, you do the yeah. TV show and there's, you're part of a team, whereas this yeah. is, you are the team. Yeah, definitely. Were you, um, 
I'm darting off on loads of different directions right. here and there. It's, it's kind of how I do things. I don't, I don't really do structure, but you're obviously on the DS on on screen. Mm. Did you ever take a troop through training at all? Like, um, or were you part of training nah. people? Because that always looks so fun to me. Yeah. No, I never did that, you know. Yeah. I th think I'd be the worst. You're, well, I mean, you did it on telly. Yeah, but I don't know. It's, it's an easy thing to do, right? But I yeah. think, I don't know, like, I'm quite laid back. I'm yeah. a laid back kind of person. Um, and like, I, you know, I'm more about just seeing seeing results from people and if you know if you don't give me those results then you're not you don't deserve to be here kind of thing yeah it's less about shouting and screaming at people's faces and more about just yeah especially like if you think of the special forces it's like you know some people have done anything from four to you know nine years in the military serving and you know probably less now but back then they've probably been some places and done some things that they deserve the credit to stand in front of you and show you what they can do yeah yeah definitely and that's it had life got quieter with the SES like towards the end in terms of like places you were going I know you did two years on, on your course but like I feel free to tell me to edit this bit yeah, out yeah, yeah. yeah okay no 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 it's alright um, <laughs> and uh, life no, doesn't it, get quieter life doesn't busier. get quieter it gets yeah. busier like yeah. it's a busy time like yeah. um, like it's no secret that there's badness going on all over the world yeah. um, and yeah I think do you know like when I look back at why I left like that was probably one of the reasons why I left was um, you spend so much time away um, mm. out of your bed away from home um, you know away from like girlfriends or yeah. you know myself personally I don't have close family as in uh, kids or anything like that yeah. but you see guys that, that do and they're, they're married and they're, they live with their partner and their kids and they're missing a, a lot of time away from their kids mm. growing up you know away from yeah i remember one year like you know i was probably like out of the country for nine months of the year Jesus and then when you're back when you're back you're um you might go away for a week come back for a weekend go away for two weeks um do, do you know and like that's out of your hands right yeah yeah because it's they not, own you yeah it's like not, they, they really do yeah it's not my decision to do that and yeah i think towards the end that's what I didn't really like I'm quite a, a free spirit and, yeah um, which is what I love now about being a civvy yeah it's like pff, do you know what if tomorrow I want to go and go to the beach or do whatever I want to do then I can yeah definitely well like people obviously don't know what goes on so thank you for keeping everyone safe <laughs> like without us even knowing about it because it obviously it doesn't the, the special forces stuff like that doesn't get publicized yeah no, no one knows about it and if you're out of the country for nine months a year like you're you're doing something to keep us all well mm. which is fucking really admirable mate so yeah, thanks yeah. for that i don't know if many people still thank people for their service anymore <laughs> i feel like that's quite an american thing but um, it's quite nice though. i remember like yeah. those first afghan tours coming back and i don't know i think people mm. like the, the the general population could see you know people were dying over there and stuff and um, it was nice to have like the backing of the country yeah I think I guess now there's not so much going on in terms of yeah operationally for say the rest of the military so you don't have that you know do you remember like the, the you know the, the repatriation process was flying into was it Sutton Bassett I'm going to get this wrong. No, I'm sure know. it was something like Sutton Bassett. Mate, so you'll many be forgiven. You've been a few places. Like, you don't have to remember all of them. <laughs> uh, but, like, to see that, you know, and, and, and Wooden Bassett. Is it Wooden Bassett? Someone, someone correct I didn't me. even get someone out of training. I didn't even get out of training. Don't forget that. But, like, do you know, just to see, like, I don't know, the country come together. Yeah. And, and agree on one thing. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. It hasn't, it hasn't happened <laughs> no, for a while. It never happened. <laughs> but, like, you know, they'd line the streets of. What in a certain basset, you know, applaud the the, the repatriation ceremonies. Yeah. It's good to see, you know, it was it was it's a nice feeling to know that people have got your back. Yeah, definitely. And how's that transition been from like military to because like people have your back now? Because like, what kind of celebrity are you like a like a what list are we on? With what? <laughs> what list? You like A list now, or um, B list, or C list? I'm right at the end of the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I knew that would put you in a yeah, weird yeah. position. I knew you wouldn't want to answer that. But um, like, is is that quite a nice thing to have that people 
I'm really interested in like what you want to say or how's that transition been? Has it been overwhelming at times or? Um, not really. It's like a weird one in a way. Um, yeah, I think just, you know, even just the transition of coming out of the military and just being mm. a civvy a was a weird one. Um, yeah, I, st I struggled and I was in for like, what, 18 months when I was like yeah. real young, like 14 years must have been yeah a tough transition yeah it's it's weird and you know like i probably you know i've been out now just over two years and i'd probably say that only really in the last i don't know six months mm. maybe a little bit longer have i started feeling like not in a negative way but just started feeling just more i don't know like i don't think about the time in the special yeah. forces i don't there's not one part of me and i probably say not one part of me since i left has gone like you know i want to get back in and yeah leave what i'm doing now and go back like i'm literally i'm on like a different path now kind of thing and yeah definitely well mate you're an author you've been on the telly yeah uh you're doing podcasts with people yeah it is it's a it's a different life yeah. and uh mate looking at it it's 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 all right yeah like yeah <laughs> like <laughs> from from the outside in yeah no don't get me wrong like I'm yeah not, like i'm like grateful for everything since like obviously since I left the military like life's just gone crazy yeah like a hundred miles an hour because I suppose like no one really goes in the military thinking that I'm gonna write a book about this yeah. I'm gonna get on the telly like you do it from quite an altruistic standpoint of like yeah I'm gonna do this either like for me or for my country yeah even um, the book though right there's like do you know I remember leaving the military and just thinking like you know guys in the special forces are exposed to so much stuff like so much so many different experiences and I don't know you create a different knowledge around that right mm. it's not like what the rest of you know the 99% of the the population go through mm. and I think there's there's definitely a lot of um, positives and a lot of knowledge that you know us as special forces soldiers or even just military guys can yeah. distill to the rest of the world yeah definitely and that's probably where your book comes in so yeah that was a nice little edge through so um obviously acronyms is it an acronym or a mnemonic yeah. um, i think the same i think i think a they are mnemonic the definitely a mnemonic what's um obviously we can't give away all, all of them because mm. there's i can't count there's what seven, seven seven letters in soldier yeah what would be your <clears throat> two that you'd be like you'd want to go into for people to live a good life um, do you know like all of them there's something from all of them of course there is um, you would say that <laughs> I've been asked this question before right? yeah. and I gave an answer and I'll give I'll give an answer on my favourite ones right yeah. but I think there's, there's you, you, you've got to go into all of them because they all mm. mean something different um, my two favourite are the first one so S for self and D for danger mm -hmm. um, and, and like I'm quite a a deep person kind of thing and, yeah. and the whole self thing about uh, just understanding yourself and understanding what mm. kind of person you are and um, like why you're like that from like the, the experiences and the, yeah. the situations you've been in creates the person that you are I think that to me is really important something that you know really interests me and stand out stands out to me on that subject then of self like what what do you do like in your day to day life that like helps you get to know yourself as it were like are you a meditator or like what, do you do anything along the woo woo lines like I, I always call it woo woo because like I used to take the piss out of people to do that and now I do it like every morning for 20 minutes I'll sit with yeah. myself for 20 minutes do you do anything like that yeah I meditate yeah yeah like I've got a cold bin outside I get in the cold bin first thing in the morning um, that, that helps you understand yourself a little bit more how long do you do in there uh, probably about five minutes oh. yeah and like right now it's quite cold yeah like the last you know the last few days last week when it was Dropped like minus two outside in the morning yeah oh, I went surfing beautiful. last Wednesday in the morning like seven o'clock yeah I wanted to cry I was only in there for like half an hour I've only got like a summer swimming wetsuit <laughs> it's got like holes in the gooch and stuff it's, it's not great <laughs> just lay in the water <laughs> yeah <again>. yeah <laughs> So you're a meditator, cold water. Yeah, like, do you know what? I've meditated for years as well. Like, I've oh, got loads from it. Yeah. Um, like, I did it when it was full woo-woo. Yeah. But not in a woo-woo way. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I can't remember where I heard it from. Do you know what? I had a ski instructor, right? Um, and this is when I went over to Germany. Mm. Absolute legend. Um, he was, so he like sat on like the German Olympic committee. So he'd like coached at Olympic level. He was like the best instructor you could get. And what he did to us skiing wise in a matter of like three to four months was phenomenal. Yes. Yeah, and um, yeah, he used to say it. He'd be like, I mean, he spoke absolutely no English. Yeah. So like we were thrown in at the deep end with this German ski instructor. He just used to just shout at us and hit us with his stick. <laughs> <laughs> and this is still the 2000s, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he used to go on about meditation and he, it was all about just build, you know, cause right. The, the whole thing about meditation is if you've never done it before, like you're walking around on, like you, you're unaware of, yourself and where you are in space mm -hmm. because you just with especially now right with so many distractions and mobile phones and like do you know it's like the mobile phone's weird right isn't it because you can literally pick it up and speak to anyone in in, in the world like people yeah. are instantly plugged into you and like that doesn't give you space right whereas like to sit down for 10 minutes every day and just you know zero distractions just focus mm -hmm. on yourself you breathe in all that kind of stuff like that allows a greater level of um what's the word like a greater level of calm and yeah but his whole thing was like the mind and body connection so like, like your skis become a part of oh yeah, yeah. you that you was, are the skis yeah that was his whole thing <laughs> you are right? the skis <laughs> so i was like i was sick of just getting hit by a ski pole so i was yeah. like i've got to meditate yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is that is good motivation so like that's that's a good tip for anyone. So get an accountability partner, and if you don't meditate in the morning, you get the ski get whacked to the, the ski face pole and shouting out in German. Yeah, nice. Um, so yeah, like I, you know, I did like I've pretty much like on and off. Like I'm I'm bad at keeping to it for any longer than like a few weeks, and then yeah. I dip out of it for a few days or a week, and then come back into it. Um, but yeah, like the bin, the bin's a great one. Yeah, and then just you know, just I think just having some element of self reflection. Mm. Like I know people journal and stuff like that. Yeah, I've never, I've never been into it. No, partly because I'm quite disorganized, so I probably lose the journal. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I think just having some sort of element of self reflection, whether that's just, you know, just like thinking about situations you've been in or after you've done something and trying to not analyze it, but just look at it and yeah. understand why you, why you do what you do and. It's because uh, it opens the floodgates a little bit when you start meditating, doesn't it? Because if there's something you'll you'll react to something in a certain way, you're like, "Damn, like, why did I do that?" Like, have you, have you ever been to therapy or anything like that? Never, no. no. That's something like I. Have you been? Yeah, okay. I I love it. Really? I know. I started. Because like I listen year. to um, I'm listening to James Haskell's book at the minute. Yeah. And um, like he goes on about it, and I'm like, am I missing a trick here? Is it on yeah. a on lesser air my gripes and more on a performance? level mate it's uh once because you like you, you sit with yourself and you're you're there with your thoughts when there's someone completely out of your life like completely unbiased like if you spoke to one of your best mates like they have some sort of vested interest in whatever decision you're going to make whereas when you talk to someone that's completely out of it they don't know the emotions that attach to anything they don't know the that well they know the backstory as much as you tell them but uh, like for me one of the biggest things my therapist ever said was like because I, I just my anxiety is very unique my imagination is wild mm. and i can make a weird situation out like of anything. Me. Uh, yeah less the anxiety more the, the wild imagination yeah, yeah so yeah. like um well that's in, i'm going to come back to that in a moment okay. i hope you write a novel um, <laughs> it's a matter of fact yeah. <laughs> <laughs> plug 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 um I was talking to her about all these things that I think, and she goes, Ed, how many times have you been right? And like, if I pay £90 a session and she can just ask me that one question that has quite literally changed my life. As in, as in what? Like, right, right in what the, what you're... Right, like, how many times have you been right? Like, how many times have I thought about something and it materialised or okay. like manifested in that way? And I realised I'm never fucking right. You never, you never yeah. right. You know when you think about stuff. So this is negative stuff that you're thinking about. Yes, yes, yes. Anxiety, right? Okay. Yeah, correct. So like any anything that I thought of that was maybe like about myself or yeah. what someone thought about yeah. me. You, know, you do like talking about like mind reading. Like 
whatever you think someone thinks about you like you're never going to know so it's not helpful to even think about it yeah it is but like sometimes like I'm just I'm a bit like because right we all have those thoughts right Mm -hmm. like we're, we're all thinking about what you look like from the outside yeah yeah, yeah. whether it's however you feel it right other people's opinions or instagram tweet or whatever like we all have those feelings and it's a bit for me it's just a bit more of like i don't know like it's 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 not a bad thing to have those right no oh definitely not. as long as they don't affect like your overall happiness and yeah because it's quite nice to know that other people might look at you differently if that makes sense to who you actually are i don't know like <laughs> Probably go down a right rabbit hole. Nah, it's yeah. cool. It's cool. We like it. Like I quite like the fact that people can judge you. Okay. Because because right, right. they don't know you. Or yeah. Like, do you do you feel quite liberated by the fact that like people will think a certain thing of you and like you're actually well wrong? <laughs> Maybe I, I don't know. As in like it doesn't really care. You, like, yeah, it yeah. doesn't really matter. That. Mm. But I I quite like the fact that you've got those feelings because mm. it's quite nice to know that you can think that other people might judge you. Like it definitely shapes how people behave yeah but then that's the the work right yeah trying to make trying to figure out how it doesn't shape how you behave yeah so that's the resistance so that's where you so you that's like what I like don't you yeah, yeah you like hard yeah. work so um. like if everyone just if everyone just went out the next day and called me you know a C-U-N-T yeah. like I'd be like alright you can say do, the word do you know mean. like how do we like like where's it what's, what's going wrong like yeah. I quite like that figuring out process yeah it's um it's a strange one for me like I, I genuinely like for the last year or so I've just been me but before I think I was living someone <laughs> else's life and I don't care what people say about me because I know like deep down I'm living my life but I've had to go to therapy to get to that point okay because I I just realised how far off like true north I was um, why why like, because why? Um, get that? I think I was just playing to a crowd mm. and that crowd could have been anyone I was I was a different person with my friends and I was with my family where I was with different sets of friends we like where, that though a little bit aren't we I think we are but like the whole mask thing you put a different mask yeah. on for everyone else right I've discovered, like, like I said, like starting this podcast, like the conversations I've had to have with my parents about different factors yeah. of my life that I'm more than happy to chuck out on the internet. <laughs> but like, uh, it's liberating to have conversations and, and being like your authentic self mm-hmm. all the time. And I think like mine's like a combination of reading, meditation, um, therapy, like to get there. It's it's taken some work to break the habit. Yeah. Of it still takes work now but oh yeah definitely like it's because it's when you feel the resistance because yeah. every day you want to put on a front like you'll be with a different person you're like they say something you're like oh well I could tell them how I really feel and they might not like me or I can make something up so that they think I'm Sam whereas like if, if someone wants to ask me a question and I know they're not going to like the answer but it's coming from the true me I suppose mm-hmm. this is kind of what you were saying like I quite like that because it's the whole polarizing thing where someone doesn't like you for that particular reason yeah that's good though isn't it it's yeah like it is fi- i prefer it when people don't yeah. like me than when they do yeah because i know that they're not right to be in my life and i can just cancel them off and then i've got like six billion nine hundred ninety nine million and ninety nine to go yeah <laughs> it's like i like to know if people don't like things mm. about me like and I'm not like one of those people who's just like, oh, don't tell me because it's just just not worth knowing. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, tell me. I'm like, I'm quite interested in like why people don't yeah, like yeah. me for some reason. It's like, not that I'm ever going to change for that 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 person or that reason, but just like, I'm just interested. Like, because yeah. that person's got a view, right? Yeah. yeah. And I might have said one thing, or like, I might have mentioned like one thing that might have upset it upset that person for them to not like me, and you're just like, oh, interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Quite interesting. <laughs> so you are like self is someone you are interested in yeah massively yeah big time yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's like so I guess I to come back to the military like I <clears throat> excuse me sorry like I I don't know like I'm quite observant right so yeah. um, I remember some you know some of the times in Afghanistan I'd, I'd observe other people and you know maybe we've been in a big scrap and you know you 
you know there was a lot of PTSD flying around in in the early days and and, and throughout you know the majority of my career and I, w I was always like like I, you know I was you know went to Afghanistan in 2006 I was like 20 20 years old Jesus and um do you know like in 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 do you know that was some of the not the best time yeah I'd say some of the greatest times of my life people that haven't been in that scenario will never understand like I, I don't understand that but I can I can see why that would be the best time because like that's I bet you felt alive yeah I mean there's loads of reasons right and I'd never ever ever wish for it to happen again because no. the consequences mm. and like people die right and people yeah. get messed up and uh, that's not nice to see but at the same time being exposed to that level of stress or whatever you want to call it mm. you know can send you in a good direction yeah and I felt that happen with me from early on right yeah I remember coming back from these Afghan tours and just going like I don't know like I fucking grew up massively yeah way like way more than I would in any other situation yeah. like sports teams like any other job that I threw myself at yeah like I came back from these these situations just like and I don't know it just gave me a different outlook on life mm. and I'd see people go one way or the other way yeah. Like, and I, I remember coming back from one of the tours and I can't remember what it was I was listening to. I think it might have been like a Tim Ferriss podcast or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like back in the day. And um, the guy on there was talking about this PTSG, which is like post-traumatic growth. So you've got PTSD, yeah, yeah. which is like post-traumatic stress disorder, which is, you know, traumatic incident happens, whatever it is, you know you know PTSD is not specific to soldiers it's yeah. specific to anyone that's in any level of trauma yeah um, and PTSD is all about you know sinking and, and yeah. having that that trauma episode having a negative effect on you yeah whereas the PTSD is all about growing from that trauma yeah and I felt that throughout my whole career yeah that's no matter wicked. how negative the experience was I'd come out of it and just be like 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 whoa I've fucking like learnt so much about myself from yeah. that experience there and now I can take that into everyday living yeah that is fascinating and I think that is like a mindset thing it's the, it's the way you look at it because I, I love the sink and swim like example of like sometimes you're chucked in at the deep end and you can choose to just stop moving and you go to the bottom and it's going to take you a while to get to the top but if you like, stay calm and you swim properly nicely and slowly like I'm not a swimming teacher but I know how to swim yeah um like that's when you can really grow and people don't see it as an opportunity people don't see trauma as an opportunity no whereas like it's not it's easy to do it in hindsight but for you to have, have like done that like instantly it's really impressive yeah I think that's that's a which is I think you know when I say the self's probably like one of the uh, most interesting one for me that's because like that's yeah that was my think a way of thinking from like really early on yeah was that man i can't wait to read it now i'm like <laughs> your brain is fascinating mate <laughs> that's insane so um there's self and then what was the other one like the danger so, yeah d for danger um and i think you know i just and uh, it's not danger in a negative way, right? Because mm. danger can mean so much to so so many different people. Yeah, subjective, isn't it? Yeah, for me, like, you know, my whole life was about danger yeah. in one way or another. You so, you know, you walk in that tightrope of, you know, you're fine when you're balancing, right? And you're yeah. walking along that tightrope, but as soon as you fall off, like, the consequences are quite severe. Yeah. Um, and, like, I think everyone's going through life with a, a similar kind of, of aspect right or a similar kind of tightrope yeah. it's like we're all everything's great until something bad happens yeah, yeah and it's like how you react to that bad thing that's going on um and again that's the trauma aspect of it right yeah you might just be losing your job or um you know losing a loved one or whatever it is it's like how yeah. you come out of that um and that's what danger is really about right it's like yeah, yeah. it's about understanding that exposure to those difficult or dangerous situations is is great it's yeah. good for you it's about feeling alive i think like it's, yeah. it's the adrenaline side that comes with danger that like you then realize how insignificant a lot of things are would you say that like for me 
and, yeah, and how me and my simple mom, yeah. things should be, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. Take so, away all the noise, and you're just in that one moment. Yeah, yeah. I've not, I've not done anything super dangerous in my life. Like I've never been to war. I've never been like in adverse like situations. But let's take like things that I enjoy doing all involve like an element of danger or like risk of harm. BJJ, jujitsu. Yeah, like I've choked someone out in jujitsu before, and I shit myself thinking I'd killed him. But yeah. like it could have been me if I didn't tap and like I always enter every training session like if I don't take care of myself like my knee could be ripped apart my arm could be like ripped in half by someone quite easily without actually applying that much force because some of these people just know what they're doing to mm. the extremes and like the other like things that I enjoy doing like if I can jump off a cliff somewhere into some water like I want to go as high as I possibly can to feel in that maybe two or three seconds of like drop time that and this is going to sound weird but that fear that it could go really wrong yeah and that really lights a fire in my belly like yeah but it's like that you look at everything that's dangerous right yeah it attracts people like there's a reason people are throwing themselves off cliffs yeah or like you know base jumping do you know what trying, I mean? like racing cars or like Nowadays, whatever it's like yeah like, they're, like in, they're like interesting moments yeah and you don't feel it on your normal daily life right yeah like I got up this morning went for a walk like that hour of me walking like I'm not in danger no you know no, I mean? no especially not, not in Dorset no. nothing bad happens in Dorset <laughs> someone might steal like my apples <laughs> you've um oh, what was I going to say then you've just mentioned driving and I want to I want to get into yeah, that yeah. moment for like what's what's to come from you um, in the future but yeah like people say like do something every day that scares you and mm. it can be really simple like people don't need to go and jump off like a massive cliff they don't have to try and fight a massive dog or something like it can be as simple as like asking someone out yeah and like scary and, and uncomfortable social how scary situation. is that right <laughs> How many nah. times have you been staring at the phone going, um, yeah, maybe we just, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, why don't you, uh, I'll be cool, oh, I'm in this neighbourhood. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when really, like, the, the thing that's going to make you feel best about that situation when they say, say yes is picking up the phone, calling them, waiting for them to pick up, but you're probably going to feel that little bit of anxiety. Yeah. And then you say, do you want to go out with me? <laughs> <laughs> and they say no, obviously. Yeah, but, yeah. And then you realise you dialed your mum and she's going, yeah. what are you saying, Jeff? This is the fourth time you've asked me this week. <laughs> yeah, I'm just practising. <laughs> I'll find the one, right? <laughs> but like, it is like social situations like that. Like, I'm not a massive drinker and I quite like going out sober now because I... I feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's like when you feel uncomfortable, that's where growth is. Yeah. So yeah. that's, I understand that thing about danger. Yeah. Like, like exactly. Like it's, it's whatever it is, right? Like, like even the bin in the morning, yeah. like there's some stress there. Like I get out of bed, walk straight down, don't even think of anything. Yeah. Don't, don't stop in the kitchen, don't do nothing, right? Just yeah. get in the bin, cold water. And nice. like, that is that's my danger for the day right yeah and then you're in the sauna which is yeah the opposite, opposite. <laughs> yeah. next time chilling on the, the drinking a pina colada <laughs> it's like six in the morning and that's when yeah. you call your mum yeah. <laughs> no I'm not going on a date with you Jim, right? <laughs> the cinemas are closed <laughs> so um let's go because D also stands for driving Drive. that's, that's, <laughs> that's a new thing that you're going to be doing so yeah. um How's that happened? Is it, have you always been a nifty driver, or? I oh, do you know what? It's just like I've, I, I love cars. Like mm. um, I don't have like main passions or anything, just because I don't know. Being in the military, you spend so much time away, you can't get into things. <laughs> yeah, um, and like I don't know. Like I did quite a lot of driver training whilst I was serving. Yeah, um, and then it was that was more like less the track stuff, more just you know fast driving around UK roads like handbrake turns J turns yeah. knocking people out of the way that kind of stuff um, what hitting them with the car yeah just like you know I just, just like love you're tap. following someone you yeah, need yeah. to <laughs> tail in this car okay nice but uh <laughs> touch the behind yeah yeah nice <laughs> nice um, do you know and he just ticks the boxes right yeah, like, yeah, yeah. randomly it just came about during lockdown and um there's a, a car company called Praga, which has like a really interesting history 
uh, dates back to like the early 1900s <coughs> in the in the uh, Czech Republic when the Czech Republic was um, a socialist a communist oh, okay um, and you know like the government basically said to Praga and Skoda Skoda you build, build cars and Praga you go and build um, like trucks and, and military vehicles That's I think I get this right yeah so they've got like really old history but yeah they're, they're not as well known as kind of the bigger car brands because they've just been developing their technology over these years yeah and um, yeah they're launching like a, a, a hypercar next year um, and yeah like we spoke to them like um, my manager was was good friends with the guy who's who's launching the car next year and they've got a load of cars that are empty that need like Driving. slots filled and do you know what it just like it ticks every box it's that danger yeah. thing right it's who wouldn't want to go and race race a car around a yeah like some of the tracks in the uk you're gonna find out a lot about yourself like when you're hammering it at those corners yeah and the car itself right is like um full aero car it's called the prague r1 uh prague r1 evo uh so it's like a it's got a two liter tur renault turbo engine in um which I produces like i don't know produces loads <laughs> produces 350 books per second yeah nice yeah. <laughs> book all style yeah so it's like 600 kgs it's like yeah. full aero so like basically a full aero car so if you if you drive it around a corner so you think of f1 yeah. f1 has produces downforce yeah so the faster you drive it the more grip it's got yeah so this is the same okay. so like if you go into a corner at 70 mile an hour it'll grip if you go into a corner at 100 mile an hour it'll grip if you go in anywhere in between it'll come off the track oh shit really yeah so like you, you've got to drive it faster than you think you do yeah that's that's mate your adrenaline yeah you probably won't be able to sleep after a day of that like well actually I suppose you'll have the adrenaline dump that's gonna be yeah uh, you'll probably be shattered after the, yeah, end, yeah. the end of it yeah. so when is that I suppose that probably can't really happen until yeah, like Covid's so, over or so I'm in the car Thursday oh sick and then the racing starts next, next season so it starts in March yeah nice um, so yeah gonna have a bit of time off before then because we've already spoken about it. you deserve it yeah <laughs> a little pat on the back yeah, yeah. Well done, give yourself mate. a well done yeah 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 um, go and call your mum again <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> a couple of pina colada yeah. everything will be alright so um, this actually it, it ties in pretty nicely with the, the end of this hour um, who should buy your book um everyone because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it now and I'll tell you initially the things I like about it your chapters aren't long mm -hmm. the words aren't fucking tiny there's an alright looking bloke on the front <laughs> <laughs> and on the back it's half of me half of half of your face do, do you know what I just people are going to remember what they read as well yeah and do you know why it's because you've used a freaking anagram or whatever we call them new, an acronym new, new mnemonic <laughs> like it's that's that's what I wanted to do. That's the military, right? Mm -hmm. Like in the military, we use um, mnemonics all the time. So yeah. yeah, it does stick in your head. You remember it. It's like soldier, right? What do I need to do? Yeah, I I like that. I think it's going to be easily to apply like principles for people, and especially anyone that hasn't hasn't had any sort of adversity in their life to be able to read a book like that and to draw from your experience, like because they might not get to have. A chat with you they might not get to meet you they might not get to like understand about you as a person which hopefully they will when like the podcast comes out but there's an old thing in stoicism about like if, if you want wisdom you have to speak to the dead and i know you're still alive but the only <laughs> way that you can speak to the dead is through like reading yes so it's true people buy the book guys i'm looking at it right now it's looking pretty good cheers man <laughs> yeah no it's it's yeah that's you know all the stuff that I learned in that 14 years serving in the military and the expeditions and and everything else like um it's I've, I've had a great life and to put all that into a book um you know feels good for me yeah that's that's very <coughs> cool I'm I'm looking forward to getting into it I'll probably read that and turn that around in a couple of days I yeah because it, it does look really consumable and that's the best thing about books for me because like I, I am part of like bookstagram as it were but like I'm not going to read this book and say oh well Jane Morton didn't use the right words here <laughs> like if it's a good book and it tells you things that you, you might not have known before 
and if you can take so there's seven principles in there obviously mm-hmm. if someone could take three of them they have absolutely definitely not wasted their time reading it mm-hmm. and like I did a post this morning one thing I'm like I want to drum into people's heads like whilst whilst we're on this podcast is you probably would have boozed four times in November if lockdown wasn't happening a book costs a tenner mm-hmm. like depending on where you get it from 10 11 quid that's a gin and tonic yeah that's yeah it's, it's a gin and tonic if you want to invest in yourself everybody buy a book I know you listen to this podcast because you probably like books but you you can't put a price on someone's 14 years of experience which is then put into a book and like 10 quid to get in your mind it's, it's a bargain mate it's actually 16 quid it's actually 16 <laughs> quid look everyone 16 quid so two gin, and, gin and tonic and a beer yeah so that's it's, mate it's still nothing like when, when yeah. you think of it in the grand scheme of things people put these weird values on their life like yeah I oh, find that strange yeah. oh I wouldn't I wouldn't spend 15 or 16 pounds yeah. like developing myself as a person but they're more than happy to like yeah spend 15 16 quid on something that's like completely trivial adds absolutely no value to your life isn't going to get you off your phone um and you don't audiobook for it yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. so like that people if you're not on audible you can get that as a as a free credit so get to listen to my yeah you get to listen to this voice the voice (laughs) um Jay, so Jay doesn't like his voice, I probably but you listen probably to will. It, yeah. <laughs> um, nah, yeah. Um, so yeah, sorry for uh, going on a little rant there, Jay, but it's been a cracking conversation. Yeah, cheers. Really, it, really enjoyed it, mate. Yeah, um, me too. Any, any final words before I kill you? You threw that, <laughs> you threw that in, didn't you? Any final words? Uh, I don't call my mum four days, four times a day, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> nothing was said that would cancel either of us. Jay doesn't call his mum and ask for dates, and neither do I. Yeah, <laughs> promise. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Well, thank you very much for listening to that chat with Jay. I think you agree he is a fascinating bloke, and he's got a lot to say. And fortunately for us, he's put all that down in his book, which, of course, we've said a few times, is Soldier respect is earned if you're looking for something to develop yourself personally i said it at the start but this is going to be a brilliant book for that and for such a humble guy with bags of integrity he sets a real example for how we should all try and live our lives so you know what to do you know if you're interested in the book so get ordering the link's going to be in the description if you want to find jay on instagram it is at jay morton and if you want to follow us on Instagram, it is at a need to read with the number two and not the word. But thank you very much for listening and love you. Bye.